machine where the mind matters. And today we need to talk about psychological first. The first question that comes to our mind is, what is psychological first? Perhaps the best way to conceptualize psychological first is as a psychological analog to physical first aid. It's applying a psychological balance. Currently, we live in an era of unprecedented personal, social, economic, and political change. While change can often be uplifting, it can be distressing too. Due to the current event, such as the pandemic, or perhaps life in general, most of us have directly observed another person in psychological distress. Another friend, family member, co worker, or even a complete stranger. Similarly, those of us who have observed someone in distress have often been motivated to offer some form of support in an attempt to ease their suffering. Sometimes efforts were effective, but sometimes they were not. At other times, despite our best efforts, our actions actually appear to make matters worse. We then realize the absence of the margin that would immediately end suffering and lead to the realization of the promise we have made. Everything will be okay. It is important that those affected be treated with integrity and provided with practical psychological support, beginning with a compassionate and supportive presence. Over the past hundred years, there has evolved a simple yet effective helping process we now refer to as a psychological first aid. All the major health associations in the world have acknowledged the importance of psychological first aid. It is simply defined as a supportive and compassionate presence designed to do three things. First, stabilize, prevent distress from worsening. Second, mitigate acute distress, de escalate and dampen distress. Third, facilitate access to continued supportive care and professional care. Psychological first aid does not entail diagnosis or treatment. It is not similar to professional care. Nevertheless, by physical first aid, it requires basic training to be effective and reduce the risk of making things worse. A little help, rationally directed and focused at the right time, is more effective than extensive help given at a period of less emotional accessibility. That way can be effectively provided by a friend, teacher, coach, supervisor, or a family member, especially a parent. A certain simple first aid guideline are followed. Psychological first aid can help in comforting people. It can help in helping people to keep calm and protecting people from harm. It helps in analyzing their needs and concerns helping them to address them. It also helps in connecting people to professional services and social services. Another question that arises now is when should you reach out to people? When should you provide psychological first aid? Over the past series of podcasts from Mind Matters, we have discussed various psychological disorders, so eating disorders, mood disorder and the symptoms. Whenever you feel that a person is showing some symptoms 
should approve them. They face showing symptoms such as withdrawing from social activities, self-harm, threatening to kill themselves, risk-taking behaviors, eating disorders, sleeping disorders, erratic behaviors, difficulty in concentrating, fidgeting, or repeated substance abuse. You should reach out to them for psychological first aid. Although seeing these symptoms as a physical first aid, some formalized training in psychological first aid is still necessary. Some skills are required for psychological first aid. First, reflection. The most important part in psychological first aid is listening, active listening. You should pay attention to what the person is saying and try to reflect that so that he feels important and feels listened to. Second, identifying emotions. It is very important for you to identify the emotions behind what the person is saying and help them examine those emotions closely. Most of the times, people who are suffering with psychological disorder are not able to comprehend their emotions properly and they need external help in doing Third, asking questions. When having a conversation with a person suffering, with, suffering from a psychological disorder, there may be times when the person is confused or the conversation comes to a stop. It is very important for you to keep the conversation moving by asking open-ended questions. However, it should not feel like interrogation. Four, empathy. After listening to the person, identifying their emotions and asking the questions, keep the conversation moving. It is very important for you to connect with their emotions. It helps someone feel less lonely by making them feel that the emotions that they are feeling are not uncommon and there are people to support them. Fifth, sharing lived experience. If you have been through something similar, sharing your story will make them feel less nervous, less embarrassed. It also offers it also offers hope and encouragement. However, there are certain things to keep in mind. You should not pretend to be the hero of your story. There should be a positive ending and a healing impact. You should not make the other person look so. Sixth, identifying strengths. You should try to notice the strengths of the other person and let them know that they are capable, strong, and powerful. Notice anything that the person has done well and compliment them. Show them how proud you are of them. Last and one of the most important skills is don't advise anyone. You should empower them to find their own path and if needed, you can help them approach professional services. You should not offer personal opinions or push any direction, but make them believe that you trust their ability to work with After discussing these skills for psychological first aid, we will discuss some do's and don'ts that we need to keep in mind while offering psychological first aid. Do remain calm when speaking to a person in distress. Show concern. But be confident, be a shared presence. The other person will gain confidence from your confidence. Do listen. 
engage the person to talk about what happened and the reaction to the news. If the person does not want to speak at the time, ask if they can talk later. Don't force them to speak. Don't interrupt under the disclosure needs to be escalating the stress. Try to identify the worst part of the situation and the core issues at hand if they are not otherwise obvious. Don't be dismissive. Don't minimize their concern as an attempt to distract or help the person feel better. Don't act on some preconceived notion of what you think the person needs. Ask for them. Perspective taking because this will foster trust. Don't hesitate to ask questions. Don't make promises you can't keep. Advocate for this person. seeking for the assistance if necessary most importantly do follow up sometime later to see how the person is doing in the end i would like to reiterate that psychological first aid is not a substitute for mental health care years of research and experience has shown that it can be useful to assist people in acute distress in a type of role with proper training in psychological first aid That's it from my side. Thank you for listening. This is Ashwin Bhai signing off.